About a decade ago, I was helping out at a Catholic parish in Columbia, South Carolina, near Fort Jackson. And the pastor of the parish, a very holy priest, he said something very simple yet very profound to me one day. He said this, Believing that Jesus died on the cross is history. Believing that Jesus died on the cross to forgive my sins is salvation. When I was in college, I worked the summers at Old Mission State Park, just off of exit 39 on Interstate 90, going through northern Idaho. Many of you have probably driven past the mission and see, saw it up on the hill. And my duties range from cleaning toilets to cutting the grass to giving tours of the mission. And one day I was standing out on the steps of the mission church overlooking the valley and Interstate 90. It's a very commanding view from, from the mission. And I looked down on Interstate 90 and I saw something very unusual. And it, it looked like a man carrying something. And sure enough, it was this man. He was carrying this very large cross. And he, they got off on the, and there was a vehicle uh, following him. And they, they got off the exit there. And he walked up the hill to the mission. And I was pretty excited to talk to him because I, I had no idea what he was doing. And I was curious about what his mission was, what his journey was, and so forth. Turns out, and I didn't know this until several years after this encounter, turns out this man among many Protestant circles is very famous. He's carried this cross across our nation several times and also across other continents. If you simply consult the oracle, which is Google, and you type in man carrying cross across the United States, he will come up immediately. It's a very interesting story that he, that he tells. And so we had this very brief conversation about the reasons why he was doing this and where he'd been in his journey, where he was going to, and so forth. And, and during the, this conversation, he stopped mid-sentence, and he looked straight into my eyes, and he asked me this question. Do you know who Jesus Christ is? And I immediately responded to him. I said, oh yeah, I was raised Catholic. I went to St. Rita's Catholic Church just, just over a dozen miles down the interstate from here. I was an altar boy growing up. I, uh, I was now attending a, a Catholic college, Gonzaga University. I was studying religious studies and biology. But then he asked me once again, do you know who Jesus Christ is? And I'll be honest, I've reflected on that question he asked me many times over the last three or so decades. And I now realize that at that time, although I had a historical knowledge of Jesus Christ, I did not really know the person of Jesus Christ. Because it's possible to know a lot about a person without actually knowing the person. For example, many of you know many facts about some historical figures, such as Julius Caesar or 
Thomas Jefferson, or Abraham Lincoln. You might know a lot about these historical figures, but you don't know them. You've never met them, and you never will. You know about them, but you do not know their person. And the same can be said about knowing Jesus Christ. At that time, I knew about the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, but I was not allowing his life, death, and resurrection to live in me. I knew about his parables and teachings, but I did not allow these to penetrate my heart and influence every part of my life. I knew about his church, but I did not treat the church for what it truly is. It's the mystical body of Christ, the Son of God. I received the Eucharist, but I did not fully appreciate what, I did not fully appreciate who I was receiving, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the Son of God. I knew about the healing miracles that Jesus conducted, but I did not understand that he came to heal me. He came to heal me through the forgiveness of sins. I knew a lot about Jesus Christ, but I did not know Jesus Christ. I had not yet encountered Jesus Christ in a very personal, intimate level. I was basically a lukewarm Christian. I was a lukewarm Catholic. I went to Mass. I did everything I was supposed to do. But I had no personal prayer life. I could paraphrase or summarize the teachings of Jesus, but I never read the scriptures. I thought I knew what the church taught, but I could not adequately describe or defend the doctrines or the teachings of the church when, when challenged or asked by somebody else. I was lukewarm. And that's a very dangerous place to be. Jesus tells us in Revelation, be hot or cold. If you are lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. The words of Jesus Christ risen from the dead. Be hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. Doesn't sound pleasant. And St. Faustina in her diary she had uh, these visions of our Lord, although these are not given the same reverence and respect as inspired scripture, but she uh, recorded these, these visions with our Lord, and uh, everything which um, is contained in her, in her diary is, is uh, theologically sound and scripturally sound. But at one moment, Jesus tells Faustina to write this down, and this is actually the prayer for the ninth day of the Divine Mercy Novena. Many of you are praying the, the, the Divine Mercy Novena, a very powerful devotion. So this is the prayer for the ninth day. Today bring to me souls who have become lukewarm and immerse them in the abyss of my mercy. These souls wound my heart most painfully. My soul suffered the most dreadful loathing in the Garden of Olives because of lukewarm souls. They were the reason I cried out, Father, take this cup away from me, if it be your will. For them, the last hope of salvation is to run to my mercy. Believing that Jesus died on the cross is history. Believing that 
Jesus died on the cross to forgive my sins is salvation. As we conclude the sacred triduum, those three holy days which encompass the Lord's passion, a very important and incredible time for us to enter into the Lord's passion with him, to be drawn very close to his heart. These three days in which we remembered the passion of our Lord, as we exit the triduum and enter into the Easter season, it's a very good time right now to assess our spiritual life and to ask some very important questions. Is my knowledge of Jesus Christ a historical knowledge or does it go deeper? Do I simply know about the life of Jesus Christ or is Christ living in me? Is my relationship with Jesus Christ a matter of history or is it a matter of salvation? Because there is a difference. As I said a week ago today on Palm Sunday, an encounter with Jesus Christ is the defining moment in a person's life. The defining moment, and it requires, it demands a response. One way or the other. One way or the other. The resurrection of Jesus Christ has had more influence on the world than any other person, any other event, any other philosophy, anything else. Nothing else even, even comes close to comparing with the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Nothing. And that is a fact. But this power has this event, which we, we celebrate this day, this morning, has the resurrection of Jesus Christ changed my life? And it, has it caused real change in my life? Because once we know who Jesus Christ truly is, he will change our life. Not just certain parts or pieces, but, but every aspect. Jesus Christ came into the world to transform my life. He came into the world to transform your life. And believing that Jesus died on the cross is not enough. Demons believe that Jesus died on the cross. Today there are historians and authors and scholars who are complete atheists. And they believe, they believe that a man named Jesus died on the cross. There has to be something different with us. There has to be. Let this Easter day be different. Allow this moment to be the moment in which your practice of the Catholic faith is no longer a matter of history, but a matter of salvation. Believing that Jesus died on the cross is history. Believing that Jesus died on the cross to forgive my sins is salvation. Praise be Jesus Christ.